I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest, quest, quest. Hello, everyone. This is Vic Cohen, broadcasting live from downtown Los Angeles's Skid Row Studios. The name of the show is It's a Fair Question, because on this show, every question is a fair question. That's right. No question is too personal or ever off limits. And tonight, I'm just going to tell you right now, we have a huge, huge superstar from the world of dance. That's right. And in honor of her, I'm actually doing the Macarena. And um, I've been told by a, the producer in my ear that your mic is off. That red little button, push that. Very good. Hello. Testing. Oh, there she is. Uh. That's her voice. Who is she? <laughs> well, I'll give you a little clue. She broke out in, I'm going to say she broke out. And I mean, don't mean like with acne. Her career broke out. Oh God, I hope not. No, your skin looks beautiful, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. In 2005, uh, she went in as a contestant on you, So You Think You Could Dance. And since then, um, her career has really skyrocketed. Yeah, I mean, of course it has. I mean, look where she's sitting. On Vic Cohen's It's a Fair Question. I mean, we don't take just anyone. Since that big show, she's worked with such people as Rihanna and Maria Carey. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> I really sound on top of my game. <laughs> Maria. Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, and again, Vic Cohen right here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And now she's a big Bollywood star. And I'm talking about Lauren Gottlieb. Hello, hello. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. It's great to see you. You, you didn't mention Mobbed. Where we were we going to get there. Met. That's true. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll let you. I'm a little shy. I'm a little shy about where we first met. You know, I don't like to keep, you know, I consider that very personal, oh, private. Okay, such okay. a big moment I thought nothing was off limits here. That's true. Good oh, point. Oh, gotcha. That's good. She did get me. That's right. It is a fair question. And we did meet on Fox's Mobbed and we did a scene together where you were, pl- I was playing a mob, kind of a mob record producer and you were one of my, you were one of my girls. I think it was the, the best episode of the season. It was fun. Yeah, we'll have to talk about it. I loved it. I had a great time and it was fun being a little bit of a dancer during that show. Um, so... If you don't know Lauren Gottlieb and you are near a computer, I want you to Google her right now. L-A-U-R-E-N-G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B is in Bob. You know, it's, it's interesting with dancers, it's hard to become like a household name, isn't it? True, true, you know, very true. But the amount of work you've done, it's kind of like, I think your name's getting to that point where we need to help that, you know? I, I kind of think, you know, go on. What are you say? I, I kind of think years ago, maybe it was it was hard. I think dancers were definitely in the background behind artists. Um, shows like "So You Think You Can Dance," which I were a part of, um, helped transform us into the foreground and made us solo artists. And you know, our names were in lights. We went on tour, and it was like fifteen thousand people came to see us. And so I think it's been transitioning, and dance has just come about like crazy. So. Um, I don't know. It's. I think it's. It's um, changing. Yeah, the game's changing a little bit. Well, your career has been fascinating, and there's so much to talk about. I mean, you're you've worked with. Um, you've been a. Not only are you a. You dance, you know, center stage, perform, but you also choreograph and then coach. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I, I get bored <laughs> when I do one thing too much. I get bored. I, I wanna. I wanna push myself. <laughs> I wanna go in different directions and uh, and change it up and, and stretch myself. So, um, you know, 
I've done the the choreography thing, done the teaching thing, done um, a little bit of acting. You know, I just did my my first feature film. So um, just kind of trying to stretch myself into different areas. Now, I hate to go here because, oh, but it's where my head went. Uh, you said when you do one, anything, you get tired of it, the same thing. Would that be true of sex? <laughs> and that is a fair question. Oh, it is a fair question. Um you need to mix it up is I guess the really the question. You need to mix it up. You need to have uh, work and then pleasure. Is that a good answer? So what's work when it comes to sex? <laughs> like having a baby <laughs> or getting paid for it? Not I don't know. What yet. does work no, mean? I don't know about that. Um, no, no, no. Um, I like to have a, a personal side to my life and then I like to have the work side of my life. So uh, I guess that would be changing it up for me. I don't think I would say I get tired of sex. I don't think okay. that. It is, is a, fair a fair question. question. <laughs> it is a fair question because I, I have to say, and I was going to wait a little, but I think we can get right into this. It's no, it's no secret that it's a very sensual, sexual thing. What dance. Is? Oh, dance. Yeah. Right. I think so. I've seen you dance. <laughs> I, I, I would say that's true. <laughs> that's really funny because <laughs> you have seen my dance, I and I had have. no idea that you maybe had some feelings about oh, it in that well, kind of you way. Know. You know what I'm saying, Vic? I think I do. <laughs> um, I'd like you to keep saying. Dance is definitely, I mean, it depends on what you do, but I, I think it's bringing your emotions to the front and it's uh, putting yourself out there. I think it can be very sexual. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking um, about when you've been on tour, like with Rihanna and um, Marie Carey. Marie Carey, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard of her. Yeah. She's pretty fantastic. Yeah, and she's yeah. almost as good as Mariah. <laughs> almost. Now, this is my imagination. Okay. Bunch of people in their 20s, awesome bodies, very comfortable around each other. I'm thinking there's a crazy amount of sex going on while you guys are traveling the world. Well, I would hate to burst your bubble, but everyone gets in their own zone. You, you can see people going off in the, in the corners. You, do, you have the, the, the guys on tour, definitely get the groupies, I would say. But it just it depends on what you're out for. You can live the tour life or you can live the business side. And I've kind of lived the business side of it. Right. And that was uh, just a conscious decision. I, I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Right? I mean, I never wanted to be that backup dancer. I grew up knowing dance. Um, I found acting a little bit later on, but I never, I, I always saw my life going into a different direction. Um, you know, recently it's gone into Bollywood and I've spent five months in India in the last year and I did not expect that, but uh, I kind of follow my intuition and go where it goes and it's been very business-minded. What is your intuition? What is Tell mine? me about that. Where does it come from? Oh God, I don't know. It's this like deep down feeling, um, a feeling inside where I don't use my head and I just go with it. You know, It could get you in trouble and it does. Okay. In lots of trouble sometimes. In but, what ways? Um, Romantically or business-wise? Oh, definitely romantically. Business-wise, it's always straight on. Do you have a bad picker for about guys? Absolutely. Well, who do you usually Absolutely. go for that you think? Uh, Probably the wrong guy. What would time. that be? Um, again, it's that feeling. I go for that feeling that I have and, and that feeling has not been right. And I think I had more luck growing up than I've had in the last like three, four years. So like what would be the type of guy you would just be, your picker would say yes and then you realize no. Um, probably the guy that showed me what he wanted to be and not what he really was. I don't know. So like you fall for guys who put on an act? Probably. probably. Well, we all do when, you know, everyone does in a first getting to know stage. It is. You. Yeah. So, and in the business, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit tricky. I feel like everyone in LA wants to be somebody and they all put on an act. Okay. But you know, yeah. the thing about you, which is really endearing is that you come across and I, I really 
you're, you're like a normal person. I'm very normal. I'm very honest. I, you know, I'm a Gemini. I, I always say that Geminis do what they think. And, and if something's on my mind, if I don't like you, I'll probably tell you. Um, so I don't hide anything. I have no secrets. So. You, now, when you were on, uh, so you think you can dance, you were only 18. God, I was right? young. And, well, you're still young. And then you, for the year prior, you were helping out because you were too young to actually be a contestant. Mm-hmm. Those are big jobs for anyone, let alone someone like a 17-year-old and then being on at 18. Do you have an old soul? And if you do, where do you think that comes from? That's funny. I've always heard that I have an old soul. I don't know what it is. Um, I I hate fear. I hate the concept of fear. Uh, And it's always something when it comes into play. I can't say that it doesn't, uh, but I always want to conquer it. So there's been lots of things in my career, um, like traveling to India by myself to pursue Bollywood, you know, uh, working with Tom Cruise and being in the room with him and have him look at me for advice when he's Tom Cruise. And who am I? Now, this is Tom C-R-U-I-S-E, not a Hispanic guy in East LA. <laughs> no. And Tom no, but I think I've seen him on the street <laughs> corner. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, because I've worked with him too. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. No, it is the Tom Cruise, one of the most amazing human beings. Really taught me a lot. He taught me how to be good to everybody. Well, hold on a second, because uh-huh. that, I have to tell you, I'm going to be honest, it sounds a little Hollywoody. What? kind of thing to Go say like Tom Cruise isn't you know like like it's no but let me ask you sure. how do you really know Tom Cruise in order to really say that it's a fair question okay that's a very 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 I want to know question. your experience with him it was it because if it was 20 minutes obviously we can't get that from 20 minutes no 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 it was uh a month um a couple times a week maybe three three rehearsals a week okay a couple hours a day uh invited us on set for a couple of his um shoots uh, you know, when I was actually helping a choreographer, Ty Stiorio, who's one of my best friends, and he, he would go out of town sometimes. So I would go in just me and him. And and to me, the fair question about it is, is that he he had no ego about him. So, you know, the time that we did spend when when he's Tom Cruise and he has loads and years of experience and he's looking at me, you know, for help because he doesn't really know dance that well. So, um you know, he was dropping his ego. He was asking for help and, and we went along together. So in the time that I have, I would say he's a great human being. And what is it that you learned about him besides him being humble? A hard worker. He like dove into it. Like sometimes he would look silly. He, he actually put more out and then toned it down, which I like. I hate when people are scared and they don't want to jump out of their own skin and stuff. Mm-hmm. He just jumped for it. And I was like, okay, pull it back a little bit. And then we found the middle. What ground. was the film you guys were working on? It was actually the the movie awards, MTV movie awards. Um, he was Les Grossman from Traffic Thunder, which was a funny role for him. I don't know if you saw yeah. it, but he was like the producer of the movie awards. Uh-huh. So he ended up doing a performance in the middle of it. And it was, it was that that we choreographed. In the middle of the award show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, did he, what did you learn about him as a, like a human being as far as, was it particularly the being humble part or were there other things that you took away from that? Um, humble, he's a family man. He has his whole, his whole team around him is his family, which I like, you know, it's people that are close to him. I can understand him being Tom Cruise, it being hard, uh, you know, to trust certain people. So his family was very generous. You know, he was with Katie and Surrey was running around and uh, just a very, very humble family man, a normal guy. Right. Now, anyone listening, um, 
<laughs> I just want to say this, like as if there are people not listening and if there are, why am I even talking to them? Are. For those of you not listening, <laughs> no, but it makes no sense. For those yeah, of you listening, uh, the number is 800-893-9562. And the reason I'm looking up, Lauren, is because the number is up there on the wall above uh, your head. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah, because otherwise it looks like I'm like being very Valley Girl, like, you oh, know, looking up. Cute. You can play. You can play Valley Girl. I think I could. <laughs> Look at that. I'm tapping into a very serious feminine side right now. I have Who are one. you? I really I am. Don't, I don't get that. I'm a, I, I'm a very straight man, but I do have, I'm very feminine in many ways. Clearly, look at how I'm gestulating. Okay, the number is 800-893-9562. That is gestulating. I don't, is you know. Is that a word? That is. I'm just, oh, I don't know where I got it, it go from, it. but yeah. Uh, 800-893-9562. That's the number. That's 800-893-9562. I dare you to call. Ooh. I'd prefer you not because then I get you to learn all to myself. There but if you, you would like to call, feel free. So uh, I'm curious, you're 17 years old and you're hobnobbing on So You Think You Can Dance. How did you get on the inside? On the inside, what do you mean? Well, okay, most 17-year-olds are like putting Clarissa on their face oh, and God. like sitting at home doing homework. And that's not a bad thing. That's yeah, what people yeah. do when they're 17. You're hobnobbing uh, you know, on some network show. How does that happen? How does a 17-year-old end up Good question. doing that? Um, I was never the girl that just sat back and, and watched everything happen. I, uh, I kind of knew early on when I was taking dance classes and I was taking from certain choreographers and teachers, I could see that they were the choreographers and teachers uh, in LA that were, were dancers at the time and they were going to be the big choreographers. So uh, they took me under their wing growing up. So I was about... 13 years old when I started touring the country with them as their assistant. So now, wait a minute. So your parents allowed you to travel? Uh, they were they were crazy, honestly. I mean, I'll say, there... And if they're listening right now, which yeah. I know they're not because they're in bed, uh, but they were definitely crazy to let me go. <laughs> you wouldn't let your daughter go knowing what you saw? or did... No, I mean... <laughs> I was um, I was the girl that wanted to push every button. I wanted to be the silliest, the craziest at all times, and they knew that. So uh, growing up, I they, they had they had a, a, a hold around me, and it was through dance that I was able to go a little bit. So um, so they let me travel with these choreographers on the weekend, and when I was out of town, I'm like, yay! Was the money good? I'm gone. Uh, no, growing up, it was a it was a training period. Okay, good. No now money. we've yeah. got a phone call. Go Wait. ahead. Who is this? Hi, this is Peter. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Peter. What's your question good, for good. us? You know, this question actually uh, about dance and kids, you know, that show Dance Moms, and how realistic is that? And if I decide to put my daughter in some dance class, she has some ability. Um, is that what it's going to be like if she starts touring and doing those kind of things? Is that an accurate depiction? Because um, people have told me to get a better dance instructor, but I don't know what to do because that looks crazy. I right. Peter, hope. thank you for the call. We're going to, uh, just because the line gets really loud, we're going to say goodbye to you, but thank you for calling. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Is Did you have an Abby in your life, some crazy woman screaming at you when you were five, making you cry? No, no, nothing like that. Um God, I, I don't even know what to say have about that Have you seen that show? That show? I, I have. I have. I watch anything and everything dance. Um, it is it is not like that. And if it is like that, I would move. I would move quickly. Um, it, dance should not be that way. I'm sure. So I'm, for those who haven't seen the show, when you say dance should not be that way, what are you talking about? Um, 
I just, I just don't like the crazy personality. I don't like that hype. I, I like training. I like legit training. And, um, you know, wh- whatever they do off of that show may be great. They, they produce good dancers. So it could just be for television, which I get also. You know, I'm a part of the reality TV world. And, you know, you are too. And so you see, you, you hype it up a little bit. So if you're looking to sit down and watch a good TV show and have a good time, then that's it. But if you want to put your daughter in dance, I wouldn't say go to that school. Right. Now, at some point, at what age did you and your family know, wow, like Lauren's got some serious talent? Um, I was young. I don't even know if it was talent. I think it was drive. Um, honestly, I, I, I never thought that I had the body of a dancer. I don't have the, like the, the feet. Like I don't have a great arch. I don't have a great turnout. I don't have great flexibility. I have power and I have heart and soul and I have like this strength behind me. So, um, you know, I just always wanted to push that way. So, uh, whenever there was something that I couldn't accomplish, I accomplished it in my own way. So I was very young though, when I made the connection that this is what I wanted to do and thank God, cause I don't know what else I would have done. Um, but yeah, I was, I was in seventh grade. I think I was what, 10. Did you win a Seventh grade, you're 13. Okay. Wow. That's when I, you know that? Because that's when I had my bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> and I always remember okay, that. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 13. Yeah. So when you were 13, was there an event that happened? You win some big, uh, like, award or you know, trophy and you go, holy, this thing is for real. I'm, I'm really amazing. You know, I don't think it was, I don't think it was anything. Actually, if, if I could pick a one, like one moment when I knew dance was supposed to be in my life, it was the first time I walked off stage. Um, Honestly, my first year dancing, I, I was seven years old and I cried like crazy, like every single rehearsal. I begged my mom to pull me out. God, I begged so hard. I remember that. And, um, and she wouldn't let me. I think she paid for the whole season. So she's like, you're crazy. So I finished and she walked me out on stage for the recital and she ran into the audience to watch me and she ran back to get me knowing I'd be upset. And she said, I, I came off the stage and I just had like these bright eyes and she's like, crap, she's going to do this the rest of her life. Uh, and I tried to run back on stage in the middle of someone else's routine. So I think we knew I was like stage hungry. I don't know if it was the lights, the people, but uh, from then on, it just took off. I never stopped. Okay. Now there's some psychology here. That's really interesting to me. Are you the youngest, oldest in your family? No, I'm the crazy middle. Okay. So where does a child that young feel the need where does this drive to succeed come from? Were you ignored by one of your parents? <laughs> Were you, uh, that's funny. like, have you ever gone to therapy and figure, tried, has it ever come up to figure no, out? That's funny. Um, I mean, it's not normal. Probably when I say, I don't want to say normal cause that's a judgmental word. I'd say it's probably not typical for a seven year old to be so driven about yeah. their like life, you know, their career and, and being so focused. It sounds like you're kind of like that, right? Yeah, yeah. At seven, single digits. Yeah. Like, well, my, my older brother is uh, a pilot in the Air Force. He was always super smart. I grew up with two boys. I'm in the middle of, of two boys and, you know, uh, hung out with tons of guys growing up. And maybe I was the only girl that wanted to prove herself in, in, in this guy environment. Maybe it was that. Did your parents put pressure on you? No, no pressure. It was it was do good in school, get good grades, focus, and and they'll support me. And they did, you know. What do your parents do? My dad is a mortgage broker and my mom was a stay-at-home mom until she got bored when we all left. So you come from a really big Hollywood family. <laughs> yeah, right. No, not at all. I come from the most normal family. In Here Arizona. in Los Angeles? Nope, right? Arizona. Where, in Scottsdale? Or? Yeah, Scottsdale. Okay, great. So uh, you're traveling from Scottsdale with 
trainer, like dance instructors from LA? Yeah. I, my my parents were crazy. So your parents are still in Arizona? Yep. Still there. So um, I want to play a little piece of tape. It's not very long, but I want you to listen to this piece of tape. Okay. And think about, I'm curious, because I think often in life, there are markers that kind of things change after that moment. Mm -hmm. So- this is a moment um, where I think your life might have changed a little. Oh, this is a video of me. Yeah. Oh, God. We're going to listen because it's the radio, but I want you to hear this. It's about 40 seconds, okay. and then let's talk oh, about I'm it. Nervous. Okay? Okay. Why don't you go ahead, Jeremy, and we'll let you. Lovely. You just performed. So um, I, think, I think your lines are really nice. God, my idol. Um, I think you have really interesting dynamics in your movement. I think you have a lot of great control over your body. I think you're really good. Thank you. Did you choreograph that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found it really interesting. You definitely commanded attention and uh, made me watch you. I enjoyed it. Thank you. I think you're a beautiful girl. You're a beautiful dancer. And I know that you will easily be able to do the choreography later. Um, so I wouldn't suggest straight through to Vegas. I think we ought to send her straight to Vegas. I think you should go to Vegas. So you listen to that and what do you think? Now, just for those listening, again, that is Lauren when she was 18. She was on So You Think You Can Dance. It was the the first big elimination that sent the dancers then on to Las Vegas. And then you were, I don't know, were you in the top five or something like top three? You went very far. Was it three or five? Um, I got kicked off right before the finale. Okay, see, so you were really close. week to get kicked off. Now, when you hear that, those are the judges. I think the third one was Nigel. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, and the second, tell us the first one. It was one. Wade Robson, my idol. Uh, that Mary was the Murphy. first guy. Yes. The, okay. Yes, Mary Murphy, Ballroom Queen, and Nigel Lithgow. So what were your thoughts when you heard all those words? God, um... I was I was young. I honestly looking back, I think I was a little too young for the show. Um and and it was something that was very spontaneous for me. Even though I had helped in season 2, uh and I knew it was something I wanted to do, I actually didn't know about that audition until the day before. So, my friends came up to me and they're like, "You're auditioning tomorrow, right?" And I had no idea what they were talking about. So, uh, they forced me into a dance studio. I choreographed that solo the night before the competition. Who forced you? Your friends? My friends. Yeah. My mm-hmm. mom called me and was like, I thought I told you about this. Like everyone's freaking out. I'm like, why am I so last minute? Um, it was it was almost like on a whim I was supposed to go. Like I, I went. So uh, I choreographed that solo the night before. I actually couldn't make it to that audition until the afternoon. So the craziest part about it is everyone lines up at like 5 a.m. for this audition. I get there at like 3 p.m. I'm the jerk that comes in and everybody is sitting in this big theater in the Orpheum Theater downtown. And I don't know where This to- is downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, downtown. A very uh, ornate old theater. Oh, gorgeous. So I didn't know where I was supposed to sit. I ended up going to sit in the in the spot where like everyone at 5 a.m. lined up to be in. <laughs> I got pushed through right away. I was one of three people to get sent straight to Vegas. And I was like in and out in an hour. Like it was the most unbelievable thing. I didn't even know what was happening at the time. Nothing I expected. And honestly- So you cut the, the line? 
Is that what you're saying? I, I guess I did. Didn't the producers put you there, though? I mean, it's no. hard for a contestant to just jump those lines. I, I, that's what I'm saying. You don't think that they knew this is the girl who was with us last year? No. We're so excited to see her dance? Really? No I would one think knew that me. Would... No, because at this point, it wasn't the producers. It was just where I was sitting with all the contestants. It was like the PAs. So no one no one knew anything. Really? Yeah. I always thought those auditions were very kind of orchestrated. I mean, they, they really are. Um, but I checked in and no one was around because everyone had been there for hours. So they go, just go upstairs. And I go, any particular place? And they go, just go up. You, you'll find it. Did they call your number though? <laughs> no, I just got shuffled through. Really? What about the music? Weren't you dancing to music? Yeah, yeah. So how did the music get cued and all? I mean, didn't they have to... I don't know how it happened. Really? Well, it was eight years yeah. ago. Yeah, so seven years Seven yeah. years ago. It was 2005. 2000. Wasn't it? No, it was actually 2007. Really? Yeah, 2007. Okay. Well, that's the, your. How did the life your life change once oh, you went God. to Las Vegas? Um, I mean, the, after this show, you, you can't beat being in in everyone's living room. You know, it was something that kind of messed me up a little bit on the show. I let my nerves get control of me too much. It's it's the last time I ever let that happen because... Wait, how do you control your nerves? When oh, you say you act yes. as if that's something you can control, you go, that's the last yeah. time that will happen. I mean, it's mental. It's mental. So uh, how, what, what techniques do you use to control your nerves? Um, breath, <laughs> um, training, and, you know, Training patience. of your nerves? No, training, like coming prepared. I don't think I was as, once the show got started, I don't think I was as prepared as I wanted to be. Um, and the idea of me being on stage, being minutes away from possibly getting voted off of like the biggest show of all time, um, while people back home were sitting on their couches, eating Cheetos, watching it carefree and stuff like that's that how i do things yeah yeah i mean cheetos are great. always cheetos and i'm always carefree I mean, it's great it's a great lifestyle <laughs> but it messed me up it was it was a lot of pressure for someone our age well don't you think that's pressure for anyone regardless of what age yeah 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 but it's it's easier to handle once you've gone through some life experiences really? i was fresh so you feel that if you were to be on a show like that and go live you would have n n the no nerves now, you mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, well, the type of person I am, I, I care too much. I, I have nerves with everything I do. Any Anytime action's being called, anything, I, I have nerves, um, which is good. I think that the moment that you're not nervous is the moment you need to get out. When mm -hmm. it just becomes easy and it's just, you know, you're shuffling through it and stuff, That's it's time to, to be done. I want to talk about fear again, because you mentioned earlier that uh, one of your things in life is to overcome fear. Mm -hmm. You know, it sounds like you almost welcome fear because it's something you can then go through. Oh God. Is that true? I don't, I don't know if I welcome it. I'd rather there not be fear, but uh, for me, it's inevitable. Inevitable what? Uh, that it's gonna, it's gonna come up. You know, you start, you start getting nervous. I start getting shaky and stuff. And it's about, it's about calming your nerves and just believing in yourself. Do you have a meditation that you do or do you have uh, a spiritual life of any kind? I, well, now that I'm coming from India, I've learned um, a, a different side of me, you know, a different culture. Um, I, I do yoga a lot. I just, I, I, maybe I'm a little bit too much in my head, uh, which is which is my spirituality. It's my me being connected to myself. Is so? It's 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 not on the outside that you connect. It's something within. Yeah. That's interesting. Is that something in India you developed or has this always no, been? No, it's, it's always been. Um, I think I'm a, a thinker and I, I think through my problems and I think through everything so much. It, um, I don't know. It's a good question. How do you, how do you overcome fear? 
You know, I I have um, it's a good challenge for me. I mean, I I I, I struggle with that all the time. You know, what I mean, because I think life in a world life is scary. Or you know, yeah. there's a book I love called um, The Road Less Traveled. And I don't know if you ever read it, Mm-mm. but it's by um, Scott Peck. So, uh, I think is his name, something Scott Peck. And, you know, the first sentence is life is difficult. And I mean, this book is a very well-respected book. And uh, I think that's like a Middle Eastern or, or not Middle Eastern, but it's a, I don't know, like Buddhist type thing. But the idea is that life is difficult. And I think part of uh, living a healthy life for me is living in acceptance that life is difficult. Yeah, yeah. I think the problem that, I will have, because I don't want to speak for everyone, is when I believe that life is not supposed to be difficult. Because who said that? That's, that's not written anywhere. Yeah. And I think a lot of people put themselves through a lot of pain by believing that things aren't supposed to be the way they are. It's very true. You know, so I like to believe things are exactly as they are because they're supposed to be. Do you and, believe you have to sometimes go down to go back up? Uh, go bet down in what, in what regard? Um, Maybe get kicked down to the ground a little bit, maybe fail, um, you know, not get what you want in order to push yourself into a different direction. Um, I think for myself, it's really about um, the, the, I don't think, I don't know if I have to have that happen. I think that um, that is just what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, I think acceptance that, you know, everyone comes in when I interview a lot of people or my own life I look at and oftentimes I'll think it should be easier. You know, but, you know, but then I go back to, well, who said, Yeah. and it's not supposed to be easier because it is what it is. Also, usually when I have thoughts like that, I'm looking at comparing, Uh, Exactly. you know, and that's never going to work for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, when things aren't, when, when things aren't easy, when it's very difficult, when you don't think that you can get through it. That it's it's those moments in my intuition that goes okay, this is extremely difficult. I can't I can't accomplish it, and that's when I know I have to. Like when you push through that that layer, you know that it says that you can't do it and stuff. And that that's when the magic happens. That's when all of a sudden you transform into something else. Like like last year, I I flew to India to star in my first film, not my language. You know, yeah. it was in, in about two weeks I had to learn a foreign language, be able to act and react in a scene when it's nothing I can fully understand. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I cried for two weeks straight. Like, this is not possible. Did you cry in Hindi or were you crying in <laughs> English and American? Oh, that was too good. Oh, God, I was crying in everything. I was Every language? <laughs> it must have been messy. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a mess. Was, was that in India or were you here? That in was in India, yeah. And why were you crying? It was too difficult. I mean, how do you how do you look at words on a paper and try to pronounce it? Yet the vowels and the consonants and everything is not the way that you've learned it. And you know, you having to break it down and having to see the line in Hindi and look up above and see it translated into phonetic English and then um, below see the translation and then stand in a scene and and not understand the direction that the director is giving you and what the the director is saying to the lighting crew and this like you can't grab any little bit on set it was too difficult how much dialogue did you have how many lines i had a lot i was the the lead character pages and pages and pages i mean um not pages and pages uh Enough, enough for it to be pretty difficult, very challenging. You know, for me, and I'm curious if this is for you, um, if I have a stress or a 
challenge around a work type challenge, often because I'm accountable to mm-hmm. other people, I completely rise to the occasion. I actually get adrenalized mm-hmm. often, especially performing. Yeah. But if it's stuff that's other kind of stuff, sometimes I get kind of depressed. Interesting. You know, and, and then it becomes harder because I'm actually depressed. That's really sometimes when I'm doing my own thing. I don't know. It's, it's an odd thing. Do you ever get depressed, Lauren? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always pulling for inspiration. Uh, there, there's times when I, I run out of steam because I'm always running. And when I run out of steam, that's mostly when I go down and I just want to close off and be in my own world. Um, yeah, I've stopped. I've stopped caring when something doesn't happen in my life. When when a job falls through, when a relationship falls through, when when anything goes in a direction that I didn't mentally plan for, because uh, I always try to control everything so much that when it goes out of my control, I go, okay, let go because it is always meant to be, you know. And and it, I think just through experience in my life where I've seen things fall through and I've been super depressed about it and totally upset. Um, and then a month or two later, I see a door open and I'm like, wow, wouldn't have done it. So right. I've just, I've given up control, which for me is, is difficult because I try to control everything. So that's, that's something I've, I've worked on. That's great. You know, for me, um, if I'm anxious or getting concerned about like career type stuff mm-hmm. or love type stuff, um, I like to believe that I don't know anything to some degree. And I don't mean literally I'm, I have no knowledge, but if I trust that everything's happening as it's supposed to, and that I'm not God, because I'm either God or You're I'm not. not. No, I'm not. Wow. But if I believe that I, everything is supposed to happen a certain way and I'm supposed to get that job and I'm supposed to be with that person, I might as well be God. It's very true. Right? Yeah. And I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> so much. So it's so not, many people to look over. Right. It's very relieving to just go, you know, that's none of my business. I just, yeah. you know, and then I feel so, a relief because I know I'll be taken care of. Yeah. You know, life does work it's out. It's nice to not control right? it. Yeah. How long have you been using this strategy? Um, About 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit longer. Um, actually, So You Think You Can Dance taught me a lot. Uh, the producers on So You Think You Can Dance uh, especially helped me. I think I was a very stubborn kid. I wanted it this way. I wanted it now. I was the only girl. I was, uh, you know, successful at a young age. So uh, that whole thing of thinking you know everything was definitely me. So um, It served you. It did. It pushed me. It pushed me in the beginning. And then throughout the years, I've just realized I can let go. I mean, it's that whole thing of being in control. Like I was very, very much in control and too much in control and um, tried to control other people and it, it didn't work out well. So, yeah, you know, I think that's the in- also the other interesting thing about growing mm-hmm. you know, getting older is for myself because I don't want to again speak for you or anyone. But for me, it's, you know, our cells are changing. We are aging physically. And I think that sometimes... There are things that I loved as a kid and I'll think, well, I should stay true to that because that's me. Well, yeah. well, I was a kid, you know, things change Absolutely. and who I am emotionally, my needs change. And it's sometimes hard for me to remember that because I'll be like, oh, when I was a kid, I just, I was this way and that way and this way and, you know, in positive ways that I want to have now still. But I'm like, well, that worked then and now. You got to, you got to move. You got to change. Right. Yeah. But the spirit of the child still oh, lives. God, I love it. I yeah. love, I love children. I love seeing that spirit. Well, you have it. 
yourself. Yeah. I think I'll always be a child. I keep trying to grow up. <laughs> well, you have a big sparkle and you know, there are sparkles in your eyes. I'm sure Aww, you see, you hear that, you. right? My, um, my dad has said it forever. Yeah. It's just, you do light up. And where do you think that is? Um, I, I love, I love being here. I love life. I, well, we're, we're I happy love, to have you. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks God. Um, I, I love people. I think that's one of my, my best qualities. If I can say that, um, I love people as much as I love myself, as much as I grow and, and find success. I want everyone around me to, and I, I really truly care. So I, I don't know. I think maybe that's a little bit different. Than when you were younger? No, then then a lot of people I run into. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, right. So that's yeah. worth dressing the sparkle. <laughs> that's exactly. the sparkle. Maybe. When someone, uh, let's say uh, one of your friends gets a part you really wanted. Uh, I've talked to some other people in the business about like how they deal with envy and mm-hmm. how do you deal with that? Uh, you want a story? Sure. Um, step up four went to a good friend of mine, Catherine McCormick. Tell everyone what Step Up is. Oh, Step Up, uh, God, if you haven't seen Step Up, where have you been? No, I'm kidding. Um, Step Up is a very successful franchise, dance movies uh, here in the United States. There's been Step Up 1, 2, 3, and now 4. I was in Step Down 12. Wow. Step Down. Yeah, wow. it was a little different. It's interesting. It was just a lot of old people I and walkers. Yeah. Oh. And they were falling down a lot. Yeah. Ouch. I was... Well, I wasn't one of the old people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was one of the nurses. Um, so so step up three, I was actually in the running for and I didn't get it. Step up four, I was home in Arizona in the house I grew up in. Um, found out that I went to a good friend of mine. Now it was something I had always seen for myself. I saw myself in that role. Uh, you know, I'd pushed for it and, and it went to a good friend of mine that we actually walked the red carpet for step up three together. Like we have pictures together. So... I went, called my manager, called my friends. I called my parents in my room. I was very, very upset. Looked up everything online I could find. You know, it was totally picking through the internet. Uh, I went through like three hours of just being down and and having this ego and just feeling selfish, wanting that that movie and I didn't get it. So um, I wanted to be happy for my friend. Like I really, truly did. And the type of person I am, I was not going to call her and tweet her, Facebook her, whatever. Congratulations if I didn't really truly feel it inside. You know, I have no need to to do that. So I went through three, four hours of trying to push that energy from from being selfish to actually really caring and being happy for my friend. And four hours later, I did it. All of a sudden, I took this deep breath and went... I don't care. I don't care about myself. So called her, Facebooked her, tweeted her, texted her, everything. Congratulations. You're a rock star. You're going to kill this. Like truly felt it. It was about four in the morning, Arizona time. And I checked my email box and in my email box was an email from India, UTV motion pictures about India's first 3D dance film where they wanted me as their lead. So to me, that was a huge shift in my life, you know, and, and to transfer that energy, I really think it happened for a reason because I mentally for four hours tried to shift that energy in the second I did and really felt happy for someone else and not myself. I got the opportunity I'd always been searching for. Yeah, that insane. is a great story. Very I wish insane. it were true. I do too. But, I mean, yeah, it's really I know. Good. They told me to say that. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so inspired. Can you tell me another fictitious story? <laughs> yeah, give me about <laughs> two seconds. Okay. No, that was real. That is really a great story. Kind of scary. Now let's. We do need to address because you know this film. Yeah. Now, 
uh, Bollywood, it's like Hollywood, they go crazy over there, particularly for dance films, right? Oh, I mean, when we say Bollywood, we're really talking dance film, aren't we? No, Bollywood is their Hollywood. It's their film industry. So it's the range is for like we have our range. Everything, yeah. Uh, the only difference about Bollywood is song and dance is um, integrated in every single movie, okay. pretty much. You know, they love, they eat, breathe, sleep. It's part of their culture is dance. Mm -hmm. You can be walking the street, you turn the corner and there's this big, huge celebration. So that is something totally different in their culture that is just so exciting. So like Schindler's List, if there were an Indian version, there'd be all this horrible stuff and then there'd be, everyone would be singing and dancing. Like they always managed to do work a song and number it. <laughs> kind of. I, I don't know if it would be like the, <laughs> the glitz and the glam yeah, okay. and the, the they, booty shaking, but it, it could they be They managed there. to work it in. They do, they do. Right. So what does this mean? The first 3D yeah. dance movie, does this mean it's going to be coming to the United States? Is it here? It was here. It was, I mean, it came out February 8th and I think there's another Bollywood film that has taken over the theater here. Uh, there was, I think there was about 30 or 40 theaters around the U.S. that had it. You're a superstar in India. It's it's kind of scary. I walked the streets in a foreign country and in two days, everyone knew my name. It was Unreal. And what is your name in Hindi? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what that is. But like like Rihanna, like Beyonce, I really don't think Lauren is as cool as those names. But in India, no one is is named Lauren. You know, here it's, you go, Lauren. You're exotic. Uh, there. Yeah. Well, there I mean, too, I'm Lauren. There I'm like the Lauren. I they don't, don't know anyone else. No. That's it's great. Kind of insane. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens after this film is how big a film is this in India? Uh, it was it's been called the first hit film of 2013 for Bollywood. It actually broke a record of being the highest grossing film opening weekend with a non-star cast in the history of Indian cinema. So it's a pretty big deal. And, um, you know, there's a couple opportunities that have come about. Nothing I can actually talk about. At the is moment. there a sequel in the works? There is. There is. They're actually going to come here. For Do they have a, a part for me? You want me to talk to him? I mean, you've seen my dance moves. I love your dance moves. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I am so impressed by anyone who can dance. It is incredibly hard to remember the the moves. I can't remember any yes, of those moves. Yes, you can. I have seen it. No, I was faking it. Oh, I was faking it. I, I mean, the stuff you guys do. I mean, it, I want time. I hope your viewers on this show have seen you dance. And the listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. There, there, are a few, there are probably a few people staring at their stereo. And I got to tell you, if you're doing that, it's not going to work. No matter how long know, you stare. In a bottle. That's true. Um, no, yeah. If you look on Mobbed, though, on Google mm -hmm. or YouTube, Vic, Vic Cohen. <laughs> there you go. You will see, see a little bit of dancing. I one time... Um, I will be real quick with this. I, I, my agent once sent me on an audition, a dance audition, and it was for a chorus line. Oh, so she first calls me. She says, Vic, do you know how to dance? Wait, like the this chorus is for real. line? Yeah. Okay. Long Beach. I guess there's some dance company in Long Beach. Do you know anything? There's some big thing. So uh, this is about 12, 14 years ago, something like that. So I get this call. My agent, she's really out of it. I mean, she shouldn't be in the business <laughs> oh, anymore. And she said, you know, we have this audition. It's at the Debbie Reynolds dance studio. Yeah, yeah. You've been there. Yeah, right? absolutely. To North it's, Hollywood, I think. And, yeah, North Hollywood. So they go, we want you to come out. And um, I said, well, what kind of, you know, I mean, she, yeah, I've danced, but it was like bar mitzvah contest type dancing. Right up your alley. Well, no, that's what I've done. That's not what the oh, chorus line was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no okay, scene in you, chorus line like with the dance contest. So anyway, so, so um, she's like, don't worry, it's for the gay character where there's no dancing. 
It's called A Chorus Line. I rented the movie the night before. It's, and it's I had the worst sleep. It's a great film, but when a movie's called A Chorus Line, Uh-oh. it's pretty, you gotta be pretty sure there's gonna be dance throughout, wall to wall. Yeah. You know? So I, that night I watch it, the film, I rented it, and I could not sleep. You know, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever had this feeling when you have an audition? You're a pro. Maybe you don't get feelings like this. But I was like, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. But so I, I couldn't cancel. So I went to the Debbie Reynolds dance studio. I don't even know what to How'd wear. How'd you do? So I wore sweatpants, these okay. like Russell okay. gray sweatpants, which probably aren't really what you wear. I don't know. And I had an Indiana University wrestling shirt. On. Oh God. Not, not like the straps, but okay. like a t-shirt. Okay. I wasn't that geeky. And I Did walk- Did you fit in? No, because first of all, <laughs> not to be stereotypical, but there are all these gay men who were like all, uh, uh, you know, like uh, socializing because you have a small community, right? The yeah, dance community. You yeah. guys all, do you go to open calls anymore? There, there, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of dancers here, but when you really look at it, it, it's a small community. So I show up as the new kid on the block and no one's seen me before. And I'm really short. That and was I'm probably be- an advantage I'm losing you. my hair. I mean, now uh-huh. it's, you know, I look like a mess as far as dancers go. I mean, a good, a, a true male dancer, perfect body would be like probably 6'2", very lean, uh, you know, very long lines. And then I come rolling in and, and they've never seen me before. And I've been, it's like, they're, they're all curious and they're seriously, they're like, I loved you and Pippin, you know, they're all talking oh, to each other. No. You know that feeling, right? Yeah. Everyone's, yeah. they're very social, but they were very yeah. snooty too. Oh, They did absolutely. not welcome me. No. What is that? Um, I don't know. It's, it's one thing about the dance community I don't like. And, and I think through being here all these years, um, I'm late everywhere I go, and I think that's part of the reason. We started late. We did. I mean, I mean, I like you, and I had to come from somewhere else. So I'm that thrilled you reason. came. I'm not complaining. But- <laughs> I'm just saying you said no, you run late. To, to dance auditions and stuff in, in particular, I, I'm always late. I'd rather go in, get there last second, and, and be there for my job because the whole chit- chit-chatter in the beginning like can psych you out oh that's a great point people psych you out yes yeah and this is what happened and it was just like in like you've probably seen this in these movies in your regular auditions they gave me a number Mm -hmm. and they pinned it to my shirt or i pinned it something like that i don't remember exactly and they said um they showed us what we had to do they're like okay we have to do a uh like i don't know like a pirouette and the the terminology i don't know like two-step or so i don't even know yeah and then another thing okay and i don't even remember so (laughs) i've never I mean, let alone do these things, I've never even heard of them. And I'm about to audition. So how'd you do? So, well, this is the thing. I, I'm walking. I'm sorry. Then I go into the warm-up room. Everyone's warming up. And I'm thinking, what am I stretching for? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm about to do. So then I started- Were you copying the stretches? So no, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, no, then I was watching the guys practicing their moves. And I'm like, what was that? Was that a pirouette? I mean, this, you know, and they're getting pissed, I think, because it's a total insult it's, that it's I'm offensive, yeah. part of their community. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? And they've yeah. committed to this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is their life. And then they've got this jackass who's like, what's, is that a pirouette? Can you show me how to do a pirouette? And they're not helping. No. Not at all. No. They totally want to see me fail. See, I'm the opposite. And everyone knows it in auditions. People come up to me and ask me for help. And I'm the kind of person growing up, like I, when I first got here, I wanted to set my name in the community. And I was that, that, that jerk that would freestyle and just be in the front and be such a show off. And, and now I'm like, you know what? I can step back a little bit. I mean, once the community knows you and stuff, right. you can do that. But um, people come up to me and ask me for help. And I'm like, sure. The well, better my the group be. can do, like the better I look, but. I agree. So how'd you do? I want to well, know. So, so okay. So they put us in groups of 10. Okay. I don't know if this is common. Yeah, absolutely. And they said, this is what we want you to do. I walk in, there's a red line. 
and we're behind the red line about two, three feet. The guy goes, I want you to come out, say your name, your age, where you studied, and then oh God. and then do your thing. Tell me what so, well the first guy came out and he's like, you know, I'm John Roberts. I'm oh your height too. You know, I'm yeah. I'm six two, uh Juilliard. And oh uh and then he just nails it and and then he does his thing. And you had to dance right there. And, right yeah. there in line while you're right. slating. Right. First you do you walk up three feet away from Ugh. the line, say your name, age, where you studied, your size, your height, and then you just do go. your thing and go. So the first guy goes. Second guy, again, like some major dance background, he nails it. And then I go up and I just like, I'm like, and I totally committed to it. I'm like, oh, this is the other thing. I called my agent before I went up. And the first thing she said to me is, you're not backing out of that audition. That's oh, what she said. My God. I said, no, I was just calling because I'm just checking in. Just want to let you know I'm here, which is totally not true. Like what a buffoon I'd be if I called my agent every time just to check in. Yeah, right. That'd be horrible. Yeah, you're trying me. to get out of it. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, no, no. Just calling to let you know I'm here. And uh, about to go up soon. And I'm like, you know, there's a lot of dance here. So you'll do great. So anyways, uh, so it's my turn. Now, I've just seen these two guys, you know, they look like Brishnikov. I mean, they're, I mean, amazing. And then I step up. I'm like, hi, I'm uh, Vic Cohen. And they're very curious. The, you know, the judges have never seen me before. I'm new, mm-hmm. new to them, new in the community. So I'm I, dying. This and is I go, right I do this thing where I, um, I, I, I did this. I went like. I go, I'm Vic Cohen. Uh, I'm not going to say my age now. <laughs> uh, Indiana University. And, you know, like there's no dance program. And it, like, you know, and also, like I said, I'm short. I was a little heavier. I mean, did not have the classic body of a dancer, but their faces were so eager, yeah. you know, to see what is, to know. what is he brought to us? So um, I did this thing or I, and then I, I just, I basically did this. I'll do it for you. You can okay, describe I'll commentary. It. So, so. Okay. I did this. I just went like, um, oh, oh, it's a little tap step and a little turn. And a little, wow. And then I did jazz hands. And I mean, I shuffled around like a monkey. And did you sell it? I, I totally sold it. I totally committed it. Committed. Committed it. That's good. <laughs> I really speak well. Uh, I committed completely to the thing. And their faces went from pure joy to horror. Oh. It was like I took a shit on the floor. No offense. Yeah. It was the most oh, disgusting looks on their faces. I mean, and then, and there's actual, the worst part of it is during my little audition, there was snickering from the other guys. Of course. Like mocking me. Trying to get you out. Does that surprise you? No. That's no, really no. catty. Yeah. I mean, it happens. I didn't need to have snickering. So what, did, did they ask you to leave? So the last guy, <laughs> the next guy loves me because he, you know, he could be like in a wheelchair and he would totally you know, like, nail it. <laughs> So they're done. They go to the 10th guy. Uh-huh. And I don't know, it's just common in dance because it was really beautiful. It was very theatrical. The guy running it goes, um, I'd like to, th- Vic, um, thank you. Uh, we've seen enough. Thank you very much. And the rest of you, please, we'd love for you to stay the day with us and dance with us. Wow. Have you ever That's heard that, that kind of thing? Want to dance with, please spend the day and dance with us. No, usually it's not that friendly. <laughs> usually it's just like, okay, Get off the floor. <laughs> Next no. 10. But, but the thank you, Vic. I, I've, I've seen that before. They just like singled Ow. me out. I'm sorry. I slithered out. Mentally, did that, did that, what, what kind of effect did that take on you? Um, it, it just, it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I called. This is the greatest part of it. I called my agent right after. It's so funny because there were no cell phones. It was a while ago. Oh. It, so there's a cell, so I'm on a pay phone and I'm like, hey, it's Vic. And I just want to let you know, I uh, just finished the audition. I think it went pretty well. 
Um, no. Yeah, they they said thank you. They seem to, they definitely, I think they'll remember the audition. I thought, and she's like, great. It's really great. You know, this way, if something comes up that maybe you're more appropriate for, they'll remember you. Wow, this was like back in yeah. the day. Like, that's like classic agent voice. Yeah. It was, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, and it's, the truth is, like, I basically destroyed any opportunity to work with these people. I destroyed her agency's name. Maybe, maybe. Completely. And Which then, may not have been your fault. No, not my fault. No. Completely. Hey, I did what I was supposed to. I love I it. totally committed. How brave are you? I was proud that I did it. I didn't back I think out. That's amazing. So thanks. I mean, that's pretty huge. Yeah, I was it like, didn't like take a toll on you. You didn't like nah, go into deep depression. Not at all. You, not you at great. all. Because you know, I I'm all about the doing. Yeah. You know, and I and I did it. Someone else would have just left or lied or quit their Absolutely. agents or whatever. But, Absolutely. Um, no, it was an amazing experience, and I got the story out of it. That's huge. So that was a true story. Hundred percent. Oh, okay. I wouldn't make okay. that up. Okay. No, everything I'm saying <laughs> We're just here is true. Around fake stories. No, this hundred percent true. I swear to God. That's a pretty. That's great my story. chorus line experience. Well, it's interesting. I, uh, I told that story when I was working on Howie Mandel's daytime talk show, and he, uh-huh. he really thought the story was ridiculously fun, like hilarious. I love. So Howie. he did a documentary about me. Did he? Yeah. And How we, is Howie? He's great. What is he he's doing great. right now? Right now, let's see. It's about eleven ten. He's probably he's been on an exercise kick. He might be on oh, a treadmill. Really? Oh wow! Yeah, no, he was just uh, out of town for America's Got Talent. I'm actually yeah. seeing him tomorrow. I'm working on another show. Please with tell him. me I said hi. I will. I will great definitely guy. say that. And um, but anyways, I know how hard it is because I've actually experienced it. You know? Yeah. And wow. I don't know. I I was looking at Dancing with the Stars and like. Um, I know you've worked a little with that group, right? Not with Dancing with the Stars. Nothing? No. I thought I read something like you were working with one of, I don't know. Maybe no. you worked with, danced with someone who was on Dancing with the Stars. Possibly, Something. Yeah. But um, I'm always amazed, like, how do these people keep keep it together when they know millions are watching? Like, how do you do oh, that? Oh, God. Well, that that is what hurt me on So You Think You Can Dance. And coming back as an all-star, not having the pressure, because as, as an artist, you want to... You want to perform, and I think art is art, and everyone should appreciate it. But then once you're done with your routine and you take that little walk over to the judges' table, you know, I don't think naturally that happens where someone in front of the entire world says what they think about you. Right. You know, it's just not not my favorite thing. You know, I understand the show, and that's the premise of it. But uh, to be an all-star and to be there and mentor people and not get kicked off is the best of every world. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Auditions, there's so much pressure, especially when you see yourself in the role, when you see the money behind it, potentially, you know, uh, everything, the experience. Because we have to, we're actually yeah. almost out of time, but I, a couple of quick questions. Can you get rich as a dancer? Because it used to be you become a dancer for the love of the art. Um, see, I don't know if you can get rich as a dancer unless you keep hustling your entire life. I think nowadays where everything's going, um, dancers are being smarter and they're trying to stretch themselves, like going into acting, going into hosting, you know, having clothing lines, uh, opening up dance studios, like just being multi-talented. Uh, and nowadays through social media, you can do that and you can stretch your name out there. So I think that's how you do it. I want to talk with you more, but we're so almost out of time. How can people find you? Oh God, Twitter, Lauren Gottlieb, Facebook, official Lauren Gottlieb, my website, Lauren-Gottlieb, um, anywhere you can find me. I'm curious also, anyone in your life ever tell you that no, Lauren, you know, because the truth is you don't have that body that you see when you think of classic dancer. Yeah. I mean, your, your stature is a little smaller, isn't it? Uh-huh. And, and you're not built like 
like uh, like this thin like kind no. of rail with no hips or anything did anyone ever say to you, Laura, no, this isn't going to work for you? Um, no, not like looking at me like this career path isn't going to work for you. There's been certain jobs that I haven't been good for. Uh, I like who I am. I it works. I don't care most right. of the time what anyone says. And, and again, it's that desire and that that push that I have, you know, in my life where where when it works, it works. Well, you've been really inspiring and I'm so Thank happy you. we had this chance to talk because when we're working together, I know. there is no time. I know. Because you're Let's dancing and I would love to. I want to thank all of you for listening. Again, thank you, Lauren Gottlieb. Look her up online. Become a friend. She's so nice. I'm okay. <laughs> She's great. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. I'm Vic Cohen and it's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest, quest, question.